He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. All right, everybody. Well, I'm super excited for this episode because not only am I finally home in Denver from the Favor event in Orlando, I'm excited. This episode has quite a few announcements. So before I actually jump into this interview that I did with Senator Kelly Stargell and Andrew Ketchell from Capital City Consulting, I have an announcement. And if you have been listening to who we have sponsoring the show, then you'll know that I've been with Hostfully, I've been with Safely, and I've been with Jetstream for quite a long time. We've had a lot of other sponsors on the show, and I'm super thankful for those relationships. I'm super thankful for the opportunity to work with them in the past. But it is a new time, it is a new era, and I'm super excited to share that we are now officially working with Minute. And if you haven't heard of Minute, then you need to check them out at Minute.com. It's M-I-N-U-T, Minute.com. And go there because they have an amazing device that helps detect noise, occupancy, and all sorts of other security features for your vacation rental. So if you're a host with one to five properties, then just go to minute.com and you can get your devices there directly on their site with ease and a couple clicks of a button. Then if you have more than five, then reach out to me and let me know and I'll send you to my contacts at Minute or you can go and let them know that you heard this on Slick Talk and they will jump at the opportunity to work with you. I'm super excited because Minute and I have formed this partnership recently and it's just been super cool to work with them and to work with a new provider in the space that I've actually been using and testing out and actually really enjoy the product. So Thank you so much to Minute for coming in and joining me on the podcast. I can't wait to work with you more. And it was so great to meet a lot of the Minute team at the Favor event. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, let's get ready to jump in because I interview Senator Kelly Stargell, who is representing the state of Florida in a lot of ways. But she showed up at Favor to present on the panel and to cover things involving advocacy and involving regulation and what this looks like from a bigger perspective, not just as an operator of short-term rentals. This was really important, and I can't wait for you to hear this awesome interview where she sat down with me and Andrew Ketchell, who is one of the lobbyists that is part of the organization and helping represent the industry. So enjoy this episode in three, two, one. You're listening to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, a podcast for those who are in and around the hospitality industry who love, live, and breathe what they do. You can join us for candid and unscripted conversations with hospitality experts and founders as we go deeper into their personal stories while they're sharing their triumphs and trials that got them to where they are today. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and you're listening to an episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast. Now, let's begin. So, you know, we were kind of just discussing how, how you advocate for things. Um, you know, there are a lot of folks in the audience that may be new to how it works in Tallahassee or in your, you know, state legislators, uh, legislatures. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's how you present, how you educate, how you engage on the grassroots side, on the grass top side. Um, and we were talking generally about kind of where we're at with vacation rental regulation in Florida. That's a complicated subject. that has a long history. Yeah. Um, seems like every year we're back and forth between... 
industry leaders and staff and members trying to figure out, is this something that we can fix? Is this uh, something that has a solution? What is the solution? Certainly it's a little bit of a moving target as we try to tackle yeah. some of these local ordinances, but uh, it was a good, it was a lively discussion with a lot of participation. Yeah, awesome. Obviously, uh, vacation rentals is kind of a disruptor. They're really, really new on the scene. Not new as in, in the sense of right now, we've been dealing with this for years, but the law is very gray in a lot of areas. And so there's a lot of advocacy that's necessary um, in that vacation rental world. Uh, things that are not clear are not black and white. So in order to be effective, you need to know how to present yourself and how to present your issue to your elected officials, uh, whether that's city, local, county, at the state legislature, um, and bring that awareness. So it was, it was a great discussion, and I look forward to being able to advocate, to tell people how to advocate, because yeah. I always say, you may not want to be involved in government, but that does not mean government will not be involved with you. Yeah, <laughs> so you need to know how to, how to speak up. Well, so I guess my question from a advocacy standpoint, right? Like the word advocacy is not sexy. It's not fun. Everyone knows there's a lot of work involved. Um, what is like, I guess, the key to proper advocacy when it comes to, at least in our industry, is it consistency? Is it following the right chain of command? What is the key for it when it comes to vacation rentals and how we're kind of moving forward with regulations and uh, professionalization on the on the actual operator side? I think if I were going to give any advocacy, this issue or any other, the two key things that are important are awareness and relationship. So, and they have different phases in how you would work. You know, awareness, if someone's not aware of the situation, it's not aware of what you do, not aware of the problem. And for the vacation rental, it's, it varies from region. You can have a, a very close community that all of a sudden gets one, you know, Airbnb in the neighborhood and the whole neighborhood goes insane. You've got other areas where they welcome these vacation rentals because they don't have hotels. They don't have any other kind of housing and they are now growing with some new uh, attraction in our state. We saw a lot of that with COVID. People yeah. were coming down from all over the place and we're trying to figure out places to house them and the area just boomed. So you need to make people aware of the situation. Once you've got that awareness and you see that, and awareness can happen in multiple ways. Um, and when you talk about the more hostile issues in our country, that's your protesting and all that. But once you've got that awareness of the situation and the problem, um, then you have to be able to have relationships to work to the solution. And we talked a little bit more today on the relationship because I think the legislature is very aware of the challenges that we're all facing with the Airbnb market. I say Airbnb vacation yeah. rental. Oh, I know you but, mean. But um, VRBO, and you put them all out there, right? So now I'm taking yeah. one. Common. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's announce them all with uh, yeah. paid mm. media, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, um, but then be able to have that relationship with your elected officials so that it doesn't always have to rise to the level of um, having laws to fix everything because that's not always the solution. Sometimes it's just a conversation uh, with, you know, the city official can call and say, hey, you got a lot of stuff going on at your house. Can we work this out? Things like that. Yeah, and I think, I mean, honestly, the problem with all these issues and in terms of just advocacy generally is that when we're advocating for something, we think we're right. Like the, the other side can't be right. Uh, we know what we're talking about. We're in the industry. We can fix this. But then the other side comes in and says the exact opposite thing, and they believe they're right, right? So there's always two sides of the coin. So at the end of the day, to the senator's point, it's about building those relationships, telling the story, educating, and it does take work. It takes time. Um, there's a lot of members of the legislature. There's a lot of local elected officials, county commissioners, city officials, and they're getting it from both sides. And so at the end of the day, it's who outworks the other person. Um, and obviously the political winds of the day, we talked about this during the panel, they change. Yeah. And things matter, you know, regionally, to the senator's point also. You know, these issues are a little bit easier in the panhandle because there's not a lot of uh, vacation rentals, uh, excuse me, hotels, traditional hotels in the panhandle. But in other parts of the state, this is a really vitriol issue. 
that causes a lot of people to get really upset. And so being calm, cool, collected, educating, I think are the kind of the, piece to, the keys to real advocacy. When you have two sides that think they're right and they don't want to hear the other side, how do you get them to calmly and non-emotionally come to the table and have that conversation where you guys can actually hear the whole conversation on both sides, but then also come down to the point of like making a next step on the decision of any type of legislation or whatever the, the advocacy, you know, uh, topic might be. Well, and I wish two sides was great. That would yeah. be awesome. It's not two sides, but about four to seven sides. <laughs> okay. um, you've got, you know, regional issues, you've got size, you've got large vacation rental managers down to one person who has one. Um, so when you go into the lawmaking world of this, the laws for everybody, whether you're managing a bunch of them or whether you're managing just one of them, you've got issues where, the, you know, the, the issues that we've heard on what makes a vacation rental, is it two weeks of a month? Well, you've got some people who it's two months of a year, you know, so that's not even consistent. So there's just, I think what happens when you can get to the relationship and with the organizations like you have, where everyone comes together, there's probably a lot learned in this meeting just from talking to other people in your industry to realize that, oh, I had no idea that's what you're dealing with. That you put all that with your Tallahassee lobbyist, <laughs> but the, the main you know, who knows the layer land up there, yeah, higher help, fired up. Um, um, that they can bring in a whole nother aspect of where we've been, what we've done, what are the issues that the legislature is dealing with, what are the sticking points? So um, it's, it's not just a matter of bringing two sides together. It's a matter of comprehensively having a thoughtful discussion of where there needs to be laws and what those, what the unintended consequence of those laws are for this person and that person. 100%. Yeah, and ultimately elected officials like the senator have to make a decision and the decisions aren't often easy. And, you know, to her point, the law is for everybody, right? So you're gonna have to pull the emotion out at some point and make a decision. And sometimes the decision isn't made, which is why we haven't passed legislation on vacation rentals in a long time. And so th there is always gonna be that back and forth. And at the end of the day, somebody's gonna have to make a decision and that's why they're elected. So. Um, it's about getting the most out of it for the industry that we can, and that's a part of my job. Yeah, and so you mentioned earlier, it's whoever works the hardest, right? Is on, and I love that you made that point that it's not just two sides. There's probably, like you said, 47, 50, 100, who knows? Um, so when it comes to working the hardest and, it, you know, it's getting the message out there, it's getting, being consistent in your communication, your advertising, your, your overall voice, right? But what does the work involved on the back end and why do you think a lot of people probably avoid doing more advocacy because of that work? Um, like what's involved on the back end for that? To be, I, I mean, yeah. I think from, you know, this is what I do for a living, but I think it, it does take a lot of time. Yeah. It takes building relationships, maintaining those relationships. And then when they're actually in session, in committee, voting on these issues, it's a lot of educating. It's a lot of meetings. It's not ignoring any members. It's not ignoring any Democrats because they're in the minority party. It's having those discussions. And it takes a lot of time and effort, which is why we exist. But it, it's often hard for us always to deliver the message. We need people from the industry to help deliver that message as well. They're the ones that can tell their story. And, you know, because at the end of the day, if the senator is hearing from me every single time, that's great. And she, I hope, appreciates that <laughs> and trusts me. But she also wants to hear, how is this affecting the industry? How is this affecting you personally? Yeah. And I can't tell that story. I, I get paid by the association to do some of this. I can help tell that story, but it's not always my story. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I would also say another part of this is patience and incremental changes. When you're talking about something that's going to affect a lot of people with a law, sometimes you'll make a little change and see what that looks like and see what your unintended consequences, because I will tell you, anytime you're making a change, 
You have way more people who are going to tell you how the sky is going to fall. Everything's going to crash and burn. It's going to be horrible. So sometimes you push that envelope and you make that change. And I often say that's what future legislatures are for, to come back and fix, well, we did something that just didn't work like we intended. Um, you have to have patience in that. You're not going to fix this issue overnight because it's an ever-evolving situation um, with, within the industry, within our state, all of that. So you have to be patient and recognizing that as long as the ball's moving down the field to your direction, that is a win. Um, and you have to have that patience to continue to pursue that to get to your ultimate goals. Totally agree. And I was going to ask my, as one of my final questions, how do you guys avoid uh, burnout from like, this is not a, like you said, it's not overnight. So how do you avoid a burnout of the same conversations? As you said, though, like you are moving a little bit forward, whether it's against or for, um, but how do you avoid from burnout with these conversations and the amount of meetings and education and probably more interviews like this? It's not a matter of burnout because this is one of another bazillion issues that yeah. we have to deal with in the legislature. So it's interesting, and that those of us who ran for office did that because we want to make the world a better place. We want to make our communities better. We want our, you know, so depending on what your focus is on that, I think this industry into our state, this whole disruption of the renting out your home um, for a temporary basis is, is, has, been, has been monumental, life-changing, and very beneficial on both ends for everybody. Yeah. Uh, you've seen that with some of the other disruptors, and with Uber and, you know, all of the, you know, uh, eating out issue, all the various different disruptors that are out there. So... Um, that makes it a challenge, but it, you know, when you think about the long-term effects of the laws that are on the books and the uh, problems that have been solved, considering the, the, the newness of the industry, um, really have made great strides. So you have to kind of stop and reflect and think of where we started and where we are. The only thing I would add, I think that's a perfect point, is that every year it's different. So the points may be generally the same, but every year things change because policy has changed, there's new local ordinances, there's new kind of political wins of the day. So she may be hearing a very similar story, but it changes. And there's new people that are elected every few years. Yeah. Uh, the Senate's generally a little bit more stable because they're only elected every four, but the House changes over quite a bit. Yeah. So it's new people, new staff, new issues, et cetera. So um, burnout can be a little bit challenging. Obviously, I do this for a living, but yeah. it, is, it is new quite frequently. Okay, very good. Well, Senator, Mr. Kitchell, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. And we appreciate you for stopping by this awesome event. And uh, hopefully we'll catch you again when we're doing this again next year. Awesome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to our show partners for making Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast possible. We hope you enjoyed the show and we would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. So you can follow us on all of our social media channels for daily hospitality content or find us on slicktalkthepodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and we will see you guys all again next week. How awesome was that? For me, that was such an exciting interview to be able to actually sit down with the senator and talk about this conversation that we have on the podcast and not to plug back into this new partnership with Minute, but you know, companies like Minute and companies like Safely and companies like Hostfully that participate in the back end of operations from one-off hosts to property management companies these are the reasons why advocacy is so important because we do use the right tools. Whether you are 
a one-off host, like I said earlier, this is so important that a tool like Minute could really help step up your game in order to make sure that you are you know, representing the industry a little bit better with a little bit more thoughtfulness in behind your short-term rental. So this was just a great conversation for me to have as a podcaster and to just have for the industry. I can't wait for more interviews like this. So if you loved this episode or if you liked this episode in general, please go like and subscribe, check out everything. Make sure you check out our other shows on hospitality.fm. I recently just did an interview with Natalie Palmer, who is the host of the No Vacancy podcast with Natalie. So there's a lot of other great podcasts out there, and it's not just me out there that are advocating for proper regulation and all the other stuff that goes in behind the scenes with our industry. Check it out. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you all again next week.